season two you thought we got off the gas but no 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 we were just getting the second cycle ready baby we're back season two here at the diesel studios with the boys and wow what an amazing couple weeks it's been sorry we missed you last week uh you know we had some stuff going on didn't have a chance to sit down and record busy getting that gas ready baby and here we are radio shane diesel what y'all got to say what episode are we on is this 12 42. This would be <laughs> season, season 2, episode 2, so season 12, or episode, episode 12, 12, episode 12. Yeah. Just want to welcome back the junkies and uh, the shaniacs and, of course, the uh, the radiologists. The airwaves, the radio airwaves. Oh, we got to talk about um, Scientology later in the show. I Again? know we didn't just... Why don't we just talk about it now since you brought it up? They're taking over Clearwater. Have you seen this article? I think I sent it to you guys. Yeah, no, there's you a, there's a it to map. Me. There's a map that shows, like, all the property that they own now in, like, the St. Pete Clearwater area. Area, they're clearly preparing for something like a war they built like a perimeter around their main well building. is it st peter clearwater that they own both clearwater well yeah. is it clear? it's clear. so they do know hulk hogan's expanding his operations so maybe if we got to pick a side i, I choose oh, hulk hogan, hogan pissed hogan, me dude. off a little while ago with his racist rant but i'm not going to join up with the scientologist so and hogan has begged for forgiveness he's just a stupid idiot so yeah if and you're then, a scientologist i will fuck you up i fucking hate i'll hit you with the big boot and leg drop out of place will come to clear water and clear that bitch out you hear that there tom cruise tom john travolta cruise. r kelly r kelly's a scientologist i don't know he's in that south park episode where they make fun of it so i'm guessing uh, he's on girls so you, you can say fuck him also. probably yeah <laughs> i think he i think he was innocent let's not talk all right <laughs> we got uh, i believe i can fly some, he is a good singer, i believe though. i can touch the That's sky space jam. robert kelly i got a space jam soundtrack f- dude all-time greatest soundtrack of any movie i fly fucking to the sky spread my fucking right, wings right. and fly away Radio's got to get a hold of this show now. So we got some other things we want to talk about before we start getting into our segments. Covering the normals, Diesel, Jabroni, and then we got some wrestling coverage. We did just go to NXT, which uh, that's Shane's home turf. And Shane knew everybody there. Shane was like, I've been coming to this place for so, five years. Yeah, so Chris Chris got a radio got a, a good experience that night because not only did he get to watch the matches and mark out, but I was also in his ear giving him fun facts about, like, every wrestler and their background and, like, you know, their history and everything. Yeah, so let's talk about what really the most diesel thing that happened I was when I was dancing with Breezango. This was the moment of the night for sure. I was just dancing, and they were dancing, and they looked at me, and we pointed, and I pointed, and everybody was dancing. Fandango pointed at Trashman, and both of them were dancing at the same they time. Both, and then they both pointed. He said, hey, Breeze, look at that fucking dude over there. He's fucking cool as shit. Look at him dancing. I, I was jealous, man. And then I they danced. Jealous. I was dancing. At the, so, end, at the end of the match, we were both getting it in in the middle of the bleachers, and they were both looking at us again. So, I mean, we had that moment yeah, oh, with yeah. Breezango. Yeah, it was awesome. It was out of place, and Breezango just, just both just combined yeah. Yeah, new, I think it's a new faction. So I knew, Radio. I knew it was going to be a great night when we were. We had gotten to our seats. I had missed you guys um, with the the pregame. We'll talk uh, about that jabroni <laughs> move. But but we were in our seats. The lights go off, and then the noise starts coming on, like the intro music. And I look down to my left, 
and Trashman is just grappling this the railing down in the bleachers and dropping <laughs> it with like a family of little kids right to his right. Those kids were having fun though. Yeah, no, they were. I they, was dancing. It. Those kids were little marks, man. They know what to expect yeah. when they come to a show. And I was great, you know. I mean, the, the houses have seemed. I, it's been a while since I've been to NXT, but the houses seemed down. Uh, but it was still really fun. It was definitely the B crew, but having having Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango on the top of the card, like that was awesome. Yeah, no BG. He's a big mark for all googly-eyed Matha, so he was excited to yeah, see Yeah, he got him. his wish in the main event there. Yeah, five years ago, the crowds definitely were a little uh, a little more full. They were standing room five only. months ago, it was like we could barely get our full crowd on the bleach. I think since NXT went live on TV, they're even less likely to put like the bigger stars on, on these show, these local house shows. Which doesn't really make sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was going to be on TV. Because, like, I see NXT on TV. I thought we were going to something like that. I, I assumed, like, oh, it's going to be, like, kind of an arena. No, they do their TVs always filmed in Orlando. Okay. They do At their... Full Sail University. But know what it was cool? Like, all the wrestlers, like, we, if you saw them, like, walking around before or after they fought, like, they had all the WWE gear on. Like, the training gear. So Track like, suits. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I like I like that. It's like a farm system. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What it, well, it, actually, it's not so much. Any, I mean, it still kind of is, but they don't really like to be referred to that way anymore. Yeah. Since they're they're actually on TV now, they just consider themselves a third brand. But, yeah, but they're not making nearly the money. No, yeah. They, you know, I think even the guys at the top of the card aren't making even a fraction of the money that guys yeah. at, the, at, at mid card guys on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I would agree with that. I probably the only guys that are making big money are like a guy like Finn Balor who was in WWE and just went back to NXT. Yeah, Obviously, they, they're not going to pay him less for going back. Probably had Steve. some kind of agreement, you know, like after probably kept it. Yeah, the contract already. And yeah, I, you know. Actually, you said Alexa Bliss, didn't she? You said she started in NXT, or well, almost everyone in WWE yeah, right now started in NXT. So cool. even, but yeah, dude, five years. Like when I started going, like four or five years ago, the tag team champions in NXT were Buddy Murphy, who is now a star on Raw, and Wesley Blake, who's still a jobber, who's still a jobber in NXT. And I was telling Chris that the other night when we were at the show, like I was like, this guy's literally been here for five years, and he's still sub, pretty much a nobody. And Trashman almost fought him yeah, yeah 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 i thought well, they were like, about their to little poser like biker gimmick and i never you think they were i didn't see any motorcycles in the parking lot but they're dressed hey. like they rode motorcycles trash man stepped up to those punk ass bitches and made jackson Riker rip his shirt off and start you know yelling back at him so I, I give him props for that yeah but real quick though about wesley blake and buddy murphy alexa bliss was their manager when they were the tag team champions so like i, I would be that. there i'd be there in the front row marking out and alexa bliss was like literally right in front of me like her hair would hit me in the face when she jumped so we saw another manager at NXT. So that's the second manager I've seen now because we saw that fat kid Kyle at the first. Kyle Kidman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um, invited him to the Diesel Studios on Twitter, but he didn't reply. Yeah, fuck him. Um, but yeah, So this guy him. was better. He was a better entertainer and like he, he had the swag. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of him? Cause he's I was, South Tampa douchebag. He, he wears his pants that are too small for him halfway up his yeah. shins. Yeah, yeah. Like he, idiot. He, he wears the hot Shane pants. He wears like, you know, the pants oh, that yeah. come up like halfway up oh, his yeah. shins, you know, with the fancy shoes. Yeah. Shoes. Pretty much it's like putting a billboard out that says you're a douchebag without saying you're a douchebag. But that's what he's going for. I was just oh, going to yeah, say, yeah, totally. he's, he's nailing the uh, the intention. He's back. always had a douchebag gimmick. He used to have the Jersey Shore gimmick. He kind of stole <laughs> some stuff from Zack Ryder years ago. So you know that manager? You've seen him before? Oh yeah, he's been around a long time. He used to be Robbie E. I don't know what he's calling himself now. I um, think I thought it was Robert Strauss. But it he, is, he yeah. Was, he was saying Rob Stone, though. 
the other night. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get a new game. Tweaking his gimmick a little bit. Whatever. All right. Let's move on. Let's keep going. Well, let's talk about what's at at the Tampa Sportsatorium. There's a legend that doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. You might not see him in the ring, but you'll see him. You go there, you'll know who he is. He's the hot dog vendor. And man, this guy's back there doing God's work with these hot dogs. I mean, he's serving beers. He's, he's, He's a handicap. He's only got one arm. But he doesn't stop. He'll walk over five beers to the boys. He knows that we're back there. He sees the inner circle show up. He sees BG out there looking like a boss. And he's delivering beers to us. He's making the best hot dogs ever. These hot dogs are so damn good. I I don't know. I, I can't wait for Montgomery to come down and, and try him out. We got to get his opinion on it. Because these are the best damn hot dogs in Tampa. I swear to God. I don't even put anything on the hot dogs. I had like two or three of them just straight plain right out of the tinfoil. I think on like the sixth yeah. or seventh, I might have thrown some mustard on there. But I before that, dude... Just eat them plain. I prefer mustard on my dogs, but they don't want to mess around with it there. So they know that, and they have them, like, nice. They're just perfect. You take them on that foil, you don't really need the condiments, but you could put them on there. Radio, what do you think about the dogs? All right, so the dogs were really good. I, so I only had one, but I'm also... Um, Sissy. I'm on, a little, I'm on a little diet. Like, I could have eaten, like, 15 of them. I just had an idea come to my mind. We're talking about these hot dogs for Shane, a branding opportunity for out of place. The diesel dogs. The diesel at, dogs. At, like, wrestling shows. You could... Yeah. And then Shane gets a profit of everyone that's sold. But, like, this would be jacked up hot dogs with, like, a bunch of shit on it. A think lot that's... of spices. And it would be dick-shaped. So, I was... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I like how I you mean, put they're that all in there kinda... the I mean, I was thinking, like, for so for Diesel Dog, would I just, like, put my meat in a hot dog bun and show uh, it to people? Or... You guys are taking it in a direction. <laughs> I'm not... That would I'm, be a Diesel Dog. I'm out of this. I'm out of this. This is turning into jabroni behavior. Throw, right, let's... Throw, wait a minute. Throw wait a, a condiment on there? <laughs> Uh, back when we were watching, I think it was Double or Nothing. I was with my cousin, and he uh, was telling us about the perfect dog. Now Montgomery, Slackjaw Montgomery, he 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 told us how to make the perfect chili dog, and we're we have that interview right now. And I want to remind you, it's back when um back when uh, we were watching uh, Double or Nothing. So it's been a while for it. So you know, if you hear some random stuff throughout, we were watching the pay per view live. So here we go. Here's here's a short little interview with Montgomery Slackjaw Montgomery on the perfect chili dog hey 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 montgomery man how, you, how, how do you make a perfect chili dog man we ain't trying to watch these dragon women wrestle how, tell me about the perfect chili dog. common mistake is starting with the hot dog you don't start with the hot dog you'll start with the bun once you get the perfect bun you move over to the meat maybe you're a turkey pork guy maybe you're a beef guy you gotta be kosher for the religions yeah not me keep going adam come on you're doing good oh you know you got armor chili hormel chili what kind of chili? chili what kind of chili all types of chili no, what type of chili? Well, I'm talking the perfect one. Oh, the perfect one for me is armor. Armor chili? Hands down the best. You got bean, you got no bean. We'll see which one you go with. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. I answers. do both. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. I'd probably go with the beans myself because I like... I like. I do, I do like the beans. I do like the beans. I like beans on my, my spaghettis on my five-way. Never had them on a hot dog. Yeah, well, there should be a lot of leftover ch- chili dogs in the trash can, trash man. Well, I don't eat out the trash man. I trash people's <laughs> lives. That's the trash man. So, all right, all right. So, wait, you got the sauce then. What do you do next? You got your guy. What are you doing? To, how you. You, you got to get that Sargento. Okay. Sargento's got that extra sharp cheddar. Oh, what yeah. Y'all, dude, cheddar. that's the name brand, dude. You ain't buying, you ain't buying Kroger brand. It's all Top Shelf, baby, when it comes yeah, to the dude, chili dog. You get, the, you, get the, <laughs> you get that Sargento. Sharp cheddar? I get sharp. Extra sharp. Extra sharp. Oh, yeah, extra. Oh, extra. oh back up. You want that It'll cheese to you. bite back. It'll cut you. Okay, yeah, extra you sharp. The chili will dominate. You need something to get past the Now, how are you cooking the dogs, though? The chili. How are you cooking the dogs? I like to split them in half and fry them, because then the chili lays just right, right down the middle plot of that twist, hot dog. Plot twist, plot twist. I thought you was a boiler. I thought oh, you see, boiled I used to be for years. 
I'd like Jesus walking on water. So do my hot dogs have to, and I had to start frying them. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get that. So then you lay down, you got your buns already. Was it toasted? I don't touch the buns. I don't so then you take your bun, you throw the dog on, you throw the chili on, you throw the... Well, then you got to get the spicy brown mustard going. Oh, hell yeah. You got to have mustard. Some people like the brown. Some people like the yellow. Extra some people spicy. don't like it at all. Those people are idiots. People are idiots. The real idiots put the onions on there. But well, well I put onions on mine, You want to ruin the dog? A coward the skips dog. the onions. A coward skips the onions. But okay. No, tomato, tomato. It's move, too much dog. All right, moving, moving on. on. All right. So then, all right. Now then you, you, you put down you put down the mustard. And then, you, then we throw down the chili. The chili's already on. Then you throw down the cheese. Oh, and then you... The Sargento extra sharp. And then, it's got to be the extra sharp. And then it's then we sit back in a chair, and that's probably as close to heaven as we can get on this earth. Am I right? Well, if, you, if you're real smart like me, you'll make your two dogs, put them in a big cereal bowl, and then put your box of Kraft Mac and Cheese on top of that. You do that? Uh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I can't catch up to your weight class. <laughs> Montgomery? Thanks, thanks for your contributions today, man. We'll talk at you later, buddy. Love you, cuz. Love you too. Yeah. Well, there we go. Thanks, thanks, Montgomery. We appreciate your contributions. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get the uh, the Tampa Sportsatorium uh, Diesel Dog Legend to try to make your chili dog, and we'll see uh, what he has to say about that. Hey, boys, last time talking baseball for a while now that we've hit the offseason, and I think it's time, Trashman. We'll let Shane Diesel have the floor to congratulate the World Series champs, Washington Nationals, on their first ever title. Yeah, so I'd just like to uh, to extend a quick uh, two-gun salute to the Washington Nationals uh, for winning the World Series. I just would like to say uh, fuck them, and I uh, hope they never win again. Well, what's the big deal? I mean, it's their first one. I think that's good. I they're mean, Mets rival. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in my division. Oh. I mean, you know. Well, I mean. Not much to say about that. Just fuck the Nationals. It's not like the Mets were going to make it to the Super Bowl in, or to the World Series anyway. The Mets right? actually finished the season, like, red hot. Like, if they had won, like, one or two more <laughs> well, games, that could have been that. They had a couple. Such a Mets, that's such a Mets thing. To they had a couple good though. games. I remember, like it was like, oh man, we're not losing again, and then they lost again. Wait, like, if the I don't... bullpen didn't blow twenty five games for them last night, they would have. Trashman, this is a comedy show, so let's tie in another sport. Let's talk about the Jets, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute. All I know is like I don't obviously I've made it clear I don't follow pro football at all. Like uh, I don't get it, but by just being buddies with Diesel and following his Twitter, I can tell you all about the Jets. And there was a time like at the beginning of the season they were they were supposed to be really good. Really good's a stretch, but competitive. I would no, say. No, you thought they were you and you and the boys at work, the other the other idiots that root for the Jets were talking about how awesome they were going to be. And then a couple games in, it was like, all right, all right, we're we're getting there, we're getting there. And then it was like, at one point, they won a game, and you're like, oh, we're not going to lose another game. And then they, what happened? They lost. They what? recently lost to the worst team in football, the Miami Dolphins, who is actively trying to lose games so they can just get a good draft. Yeah. So uh, this is how bad the Jets are. So they're currently one. And seven. Uh, they played the 0 and 7 Miami Dolphins last week, who are actively trying to lose football games. They uh, they traded away like the only two or three good players they had on the team to pile up picks, and they're trying to lose. The Jets go down to Miami and not just lose; they pretty much got their ass whipped by the Dolphins. So like that's how bad things are for the Jets right now. So we're at the point now where it's like we're we're kind of numb to it. We don't really give a shit. We kind of hope we lose just to get a better draft pick. But they do play the Giants today, who suck almost as bad as the Jets. So New York 
football is just booming right now. But we kind of don't want to lose to the Giants because we don't want to have to hear their fans talk shit. But it's kind of a win-win today because if we lose, we get a better pick. If we win, we get to shit on the Do Giants for losing to us. If they say they get their first draft pick, they get the fucking star next year. And then next year, is that going to make that much of a difference? Or would you rather see them just win games for the sake of winning? They should probably just win games because the Jets don't draft well anyway. So, I mean, even if they did get the first pick, I mean, they'll probably just take like a defensive tackle that <laughs> won't never, be shit and they'll trade him away in three years. So I've never been one like when it's like, football and they're taught they're playing uh you know like oh we we got to get a good pick so they're strat they're playing strategy but not playing to win and then you think like basketball and they fouls and they do those flopping it makes me fucking sick play to win go up there give it your all bust your ass put the ball in the hoop pass the fucking you know, goal line all of the above man i'm playing like fucking cowards tanking man. tanking is a real thing in sports like you know teams, yeah teams like they're but it's the the thing is the players are not tanking the coaches are not tanking because they're coaching and playing for their job so they're trying to win. The front office is who tanks. Makes me they, you don't get that shit in combat sports, man. Well, no, you don't different. get boxers taking dives. You don't. I mean, yeah, I know. It's just it's fucking stupid, man. And that's reasons like that. I don't get into these big big money sports. Well, I mean, it's also kind of cool, like the way you strategize how you can like tank one season to get a player who could be. When somebody, was the last time the Pats tanked a season to have a better season the next year, well, but then they continue to have? They good, haven't had to. They don't have to because they fucking win fourteen games every year and <laughs> fuck the Patriots. I'm okay. sick of those. Maybe but not everyone's the Strategize the play to win. Deflate the ball a little bit. If the Patriots were bad, they might be tanking. I'll tell you what, I'm... though. I did the Jets. Well, I did think was pretty diesel of them. Uh, Shane recently showed me a video where the owner was like at a press conference, clearly coked out of his fucking mind. <laughs> no, that was the head coach, Adam Gase, when they introduced them as coach. dude was coked out of his mind. Like I've se- I've been around long enough to know when someone is on drugs, and he wasn't on downers. He was he was up in the fucking moon. <laughs> yeah, if you're into sports at all and you haven't seen it yet, definitely pull. Or if you're into drugs. Yeah, that too. The Adam Gase introductory press conference for Jets head coach. Dude, his eyes are bugging around. He's he's not talking. Like, they're introducing him. The the owner's talking. And he's just sitting there. His eyes are wide fucking (laughs) bulging open. And he's just, like, darting his eyes all around the room. And and his brain is moving a million miles a mile. His brain's moving 100 miles an hour. But he's not going nowhere. It's not. It's not. It's spinning. But it ain't. It ain't getting no traction. There's actually a picture of Adam Gase with his eyes fucking bulging out of his head on the wall wall at Skippers, where we were before the wrestling show. The other oh, wow. Night. I didn't know they that. They cut it out and put it up behind the bar because it's yeah. so ridiculous. What do you think's going on behind those eyes right now for a grown man in New York with, like, the worst, most brutal, vicious media in the world <laughs> having a one-win football team? So it's only going to get worse for Adam Gase because I'm assuming the Jets are not going to start winning anytime soon this year, and there actually are fans flying planes over the stadium today during the Giants game uh, that say, fire Adam Gase. Oh, my God. Like the, like the banner plane. Do you think he's going to be... Somebody got to spend all up? that money. He's he's not going to be sober while he's coaching this game. I can't, I can't imagine. He's going to be on that on that devil's dandruff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a video of him before a preseason game. Uh, I mean, they said it was smelling salt, but who the fuck knows what it was. And he just, like, you know, took a took a rail of it and just, you know, just geeked out before the game. Yeah, yeah. so we, we want to congratulate the Washington Nationals. It was a great World Series. Went seven games. It was um, a great series. Honestly, I thought it was a great year for baseball just in terms of, like, what we have to look for forward to for the sport, but another live uh, event, Trashman, yesterday. Oh, the Tampa AM. Yeah. The Tampa AM. Tell me, was this an X Games event? No, or? no, no, no. It's it's just the local thing to Tampa. It's been around a long time. I don't know how many, I think since the 90s, they've been doing a the skate comps in Tampa. I know that, that park's been there, but the Tampa, Skate Park of Tampa has been a very well-respected establishment in the skateboarding world. Now, I also need to say, skateboarding's changed a lot from when I was, from when I was 
more actively watching, you know, and keeping an eye on the pros and what's going on. Because they're going to be in the Olympics now and such. So I've never watched skateboarding live as a spectator. I've been a lifelong skater. And, you know, I've, I've been to plenty of skate parks. I've skated with some cool pros, you know, big name pros like Donnie Barley and Deer Deck and shit. But to sit back and just watch it as a spectator, I was there with a couple guys that didn't skate, you know, maybe skated when they were in like junior high, but that doesn't, you know, you're not a, a skater, you know, lifer like myself. And I was there with my woman. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was just a wild party. At one point, there's a big crowd outside the cement, um, the, the big cement bowl they have. And people are just shooting fireworks right out of the crowd. They were crowd surfing all these inflatable things. At one point, a dude in a panda suit just came out of nowhere, ran across the fucking ramp, climbed up on the roof, and was just dancing for like an hour. It was fucking awesome. And I saw two dudes get knocked out. Like, one, um, this was at the best trick contest on the in the inside park, and they was over top of this wall ride, uh, door door jam wall ride thing. This kid was going for it. He had pretty wild style. You know, wasn't real dialed in, real crisp, but I appreciate the balls to the wall going for it style. And uh, at one point, he came off of this, uh, this big stall, came down and just landed wrong, board slipped out falls on his ass his head smacks the ground and then his arms stiff up you know like he was knocked out like when you see an mma fighter and they get knocked out he was out cold probably down there for a minute or so he gets up walks off goes to the um you know uh, the ambulance or whatever but i think he was okay um and he came in fourth i think he won like a hundred bucks and a little trophy um and then we're then we go outside for the cement um bowl jam and that was just a wild party it was the last event of the night so people were going nuts and it was hard to see like the, the seating there it's not really set up for a lot of spectators so it was really just a crowd of people on the open side of the ramp and uh one kid was just going for it and then next thing i know everybody's like oh damn and then i realized someone's down couldn't necessarily see it and then you know they get the stretcher out there i think his name was trent or something i, I don't know it's an amateur competition don't really know who any of these kids are i did see the lizard king and you know said what's up how old are these kids? Most of them were probably like teenagers. I doubt. Damn. I there were a couple dudes skating that were like, you know, men, grown adults and shit, but <laughs> I think they were just they were just skating like, you know, I mean, the way that it's set up if there's not something like an actual event yeah. going on anyone could skate i could have brought my board and dropped in but you know who wants to skate in crowds like that you know that's not for me but it was awesome like i would be going to the tampa pro but i'll be out of town so i'll miss that but i'll definitely be going back to the am next year and then the pro probably the year after that i mean it was it was a hell of a good time shane you ever been to a skate pro skateboarding event no I, no i have not I would go to an X Games event. Like, that would be pretty sick. Yeah, I've watched some of that on ESPN. Yeah, I'm growing up, I watched the X Games, and it's, like, different on TV, you know? But, I mean, being there live as a spectator sport, that was, it was weird to me, because I'm like, this is weird. Like, most of these guys aren't so good that I'd be like, oh, I can't keep up with them. Like, even I'm fucking old, and I really, to be fully honest, I haven't skated in two years, but as much as I have in my life, it's, there's some things, it's like riding a bike. I could still drop in. I could still do some slappy grinds and shit and some stalls. Like, I can still skate. Am I going to get out there and shred and anybody going to cheer? No. Dude, I'll cheer for you. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, that. we got your back. But I can definitely still skate and, and you know, roll you around. If you go pro, like, well, I'll train you. I'll spend hours. And when I was, like, 14, I may have thought I was going pro. Like, I can do this. And then, you know. I mean, we still then I turned going 15. pro as wrestlers. Oh, yeah, we still got that, a chance. That dream ain't dead yet. Oh, yeah. but I, I sold a ticket to Jushin Mania, so I hope this is Who's going to Jushin Mania? Uh, a friend of mine, he's a big wrestling fan. Um, he's, I, I mean, I know him through my lady. Did you tell him there's going to be B-52s flying over? He, are, he doesn't even care. He's already in. He's well, like, I want to go to It's going to be awesome. 
awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. At Jushin Mania, Bull Street Comics, it's going to be one of the biggest events of the year. Yeah, uh, so, and we're going to announce it. Shane's going to be, I think Shane should be the in-arena. In, uh, Shane's going to have a match. In Yeah, but then you should be the in-ring host. I too. have no idea what's going on right now, but whatever you're volunteering me for, I'm fucking in. Jushin Man Jushin's having a, a wrestling match with, like, outdoor backyard, like, wrestling. And I'm in. selling tickets. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, we expect, like, 20, 30,000 people. When is this? Uh, it's the week of WrestleMania? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, good. All right. Jushin's working out the details now. As a marketing, like, kind of using my marketing brain, what if, like, we kind of market this, like, the, the main event of the night, like... Is to the death, but like we don't tell, we don't actually, but like no, no yeah, death real match. death match. Real. Hey, I'm wearing my Schlack shirt. We get Schlack and actually kill somebody, but we can't like talk about that. We couldn't kill someone. I mean, we couldn't have someone die on our Joey Janela versus Superhuman. <laughs> Yeah, we could kill, I mean, yeah, we could kill some. I mean, they, we, they, they sign it, like, remember there was that Jet Li movie? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I think it was called Legend or something. I don't remember, but they have to sign these death waivers in case they die. Or to it's, be, it's for the brand, though. So, I mean, it's yeah. okay. Like, to yeah. borrow Pat McAfee's It's co-promoted like co by Out of Place and Bull Street Comics. To be civilized, we would have, like, all right, so if one guy's really beat up and, like, he's kind of life or death, what happens next? They have to look up to Trash Man and he either gives the Oh, yeah, like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> And gladiator or the thumbs down. yeah spoiler alert yeah. kill him yeah it's gonna, be, it's gonna be thumbs down and then b-52s fly over like that's gonna be what's awesome is that we already have we have like 30 b-50 real like united states air force b-52s will be flying over non-stop and flames like just somewhere flames are oh yeah we're gonna have like all kinds of pyro going off <laughs> it's gonna be awesome the whole time like not just for entrances the entire time there'll be pyro cancer slug blasting in the background oh yeah there'll be all kinds of punk bands yeah alright um so out of place it's episode 12 and not bad for 12 episodes to have our own song by this point oh dude crowny shots whoa 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 it's crowny now he told me he's more mature okay he doesn't really take shots anymore he just you know he's just crowny and crowny mixed drinks crowny yeah. and beat master body bag uh, hit played a full song right now radio Your brain matter with some hyped up chatter. 
It could be anything from once hot Which promise you an old school wrestling tape you came across Talk about the worst fucking football teams All the time you got here from the runner-up prom What's hot, what's cold, what's yes, what's no What's diesel and what's jabroni What's dope, what's trash What's cool about a mustache What's diesel and what's jabroni What rocks, what sucks, docks and chucks What's diesel and what's jabroni What's tight, what's whack, all trances, time and space, and we're finally out of place. Now, what's Diesel when what's Jabroni? Oh, I love it. It's that so part. good. It's so good. How about for Shane slinging big black towards <laughs> our Shane Deasy in the heat. Appreciate the shout out, man. Oh, what's, like, what's the what's cool about a mustache? Oh, yeah, it's really good. I love it. Yeah, that man. Crowny's a, he's an old buddy of mine. You can check him out on SoundCloud. He's got songs up there. He does a lot of cool things with art and stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a good dude. Back when I used to play music and stuff, like we we collaborate on a lot of things. And I've always been, anytime I'm working on something creative, uh, he's always someone that I reach out to. And we started talking. And he hasn't, he was really into music a while ago. He says he hasn't been doing as much. And then I hit him up and he, he made, uh, he was inspired by what we're doing. So he put this song together for us. And, uh, you know, he's a big supporter. Porter, and you know, hopefully, we'll get more songs from him in the future. Really happy and proud to have him on board. Crowny and Beatmaster Body Bag. Uh, that's for all the juggalos and juggalettes out there. Whoop whoop. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the juggalo stuff. Crazy juggalo, man. I didn't even think Shane was paying attention, but when it was time to say whoop, whoop <laughs> he knew, dude. Like, he knew. He was watching TV. Speaking of the juggalos, Superhuman is supposed to come to Tampa. Now, we don't know if it's really happening. Shane actually did some, what, recognizance. Yeah, that might I, be the word. I, you could say I scouted out the venue. Yeah, he scouted uh, the venue, and it's over in the hood. It's in Nebraska, and he, he scouted it out. And tell us what, what you experienced on this uh, trip, on the, the superhuman uh, trip. Yeah, so um, we had a little uh, little event after work uh, the other night, and uh, it went well. It was at Dave & Buster's. Uh, shout out to Dave & Buster's. But, um, yeah, you know, they sponsor the pod. The night ended uh, a little prematurely, you could say. Uh, you know, it was like 8.30, you know, and BG was there, so that's, that's not going to fly with BG. So obviously we had to uh, we had to take it from there. BG's so. just getting started at eight thirty. He's only twenty Miller lights deep at eight thirty. So yeah. So the the uh, venue where Superhuman is supposed to wrestle on November twenty second is called the Pegasus Lounge. It's on Florida Avenue in Tampa. And um, me and BG were on opposite ends of the table for this team event, and he was looking at me all night for like two hours and he kept looking down with those googly Dan Matha eyes yeah <laughs> holding up his beer and like yelling at me yo Schlack Pegasus Pegasus we're going that's a total BG move yeah and I was like yeah man so <laughs> after this we went to uh, we actually went to Hooters first so we're sitting at the Diesel? bar 
Hooters is diesel as shit. Sitting at the bar in Hooters, we told the uh, the, ch- the bartender to put on uh, TNT so we could watch AEW. So we watched AEW Dynamite sitting at the bar at Hooters. And then we're about to leave and BG's like, yo, yo, let's go to Pegasus. Let's go. He's hitting me up again. Let's go to Pegasus. I'm like, all right, man, let's go to Pegasus. Let's go. Wait, before we move on. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. So me and uh, one of our other friends were heading to Pegasus. and The Enforcer. Uh, the Enforcer. Yeah, double A. So we're basically pulling into the parking lot at Pegasus. And BG calls me and he's like, hey, uh, the GPS uh, took me out of the way. I can't make it. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking here already. And that's a jabroni move because he probably lied. It's a jabroni move. You say you're going, you should probably go. But yeah. I get it. He needed to go home. Probably had some chicks at his house waiting for him. Probably. I mean, he's he's BG, man. You can't question what he does. The guy yeah, knows what's up. Once. What, Pegasus is a strip club? No, it's a bar. Oh, okay. So Sounds like a strip club. It's a lounge. Yeah, yeah, bar, lounge, call it something like that. So me and the enforcer are there. We get out of the car. I'm like, yo, BG bailed on us. You want to go in anyway? And he's like, yeah, let's go. So we went in. We're like, we'll stay for a drink or two, right? So we go in. We sit at the bar. And uh, it's karaoke night. Except they don't call it karaoke. They call it pornaoke. Now, let me explain what that is. Wait, wait. Before you explain what it is, I want to say, like, I when we first discovered this place, because Superhuman's supposed to have a, a match there, we I look it up on the, on the IG. And, like, for one of their IGs, their social media sucks. They need somebody else on there. And they just keep having this advertisement for this pornaoke shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, you don't know. So this whole time we've all been wondering what the fuck it is well shane diesel's about to tell us what pornioki is yeah uh, uh, i got the answer for everyone so it's basically just a shitty smoky bar so me and the enforcer go and sit at the bar they got hockey on the tvs at the bar and then there's like a, t- a big empty area and then there's like a stage in the back corner where they have like a microphone and like an area for a band to play or whatever so they're doing karaoke back there and the the thing that makes it pornioki is that behind the singer there's a massive projection screen titantron yeah just playing porn on mute while he sit while he sings. So you're on mute. Yeah, there's no. I thought that. it'd be like that would be part of it, like you know. No, it's legit karaoke. So I mean, you hear the guy singing, you hear the music and everything. But if you're watching the guy singing, there's just like ridiculous porn, like playing right behind. You know him. what would be fitting to sing for karaoke? I mean, pornaoke. R. Kelly. That's or what just any of Shane Diesel's. No, you'd have Shane Diesel's. You'd have Shane. Did, did they have any of your videos playing? Did you see yourself up there? Yeah, but I just kept my head down. You know, I was. Uh, <laughs> I, was I don't think I was they were looking a, at your head I was though. Wearing a hat and a fake mustache so that they wouldn't recognize me. <laughs> so, did, what song did you sing? Um, I sang uh, "Free Fallin." Tom Petty. Free good ba- choice. Free, free ballin. Free. That a good choice. Tom Petty's the man. Florida boy. Love yeah. Tom Petty here on Out of Place. No, I'm just kidding. I sang "Ice Ice Baby." Did you actually? Yeah. Naturally. Uh, so yeah. So Pegasus Lounge. I don't think I'll be going there. Right Regularly, I, I, but you know, if they do wrestling events and they get superhuman, I'm going to see. I'll go see superhuman and hopefully he takes a dive onto a karaoke machine for by, the juggalos and juggalos. By the way, I know a lot of you are curious out there. They do this shit every Wednesday night. So if you want to go check out Pornaoki, I'm giving them a free plug right now. Pegasus Lounge. Go check it out and then regret it after. Maybe we'll record a live podcast there. Maybe that's where we should like aim to, to purchase. Oh, do. oh, best part of that night. Best part of that entire night. I asked the bartender, I'm like, hey, so you guys are having like a wrestling show here in a couple of weeks, right? On Friday on the 22nd and she was like well i'm not really sure if it's gonna gonna happen and then she like froze and looked at me and like pointed and gave that face like do i know you and she's like wait do i know you she's like are you one of the wrestlers i've never been so flattered in my entire life that this chick thought i was one of the wrestlers from the show well wait a minute dude when we went to the newport ritchie sportsatorium that one jabroni (laughs) kid that was like asked to shake bg's hand and i was in there like wearing like a tank top and had the guns out and shit and he was like hey aren't you a wrestler and i was like nah son just a just a regular badass out here in pasco county baby dude it was i know what the feeling it fucking feels cool as shit 
trash, man. I, we saw that guy. He was the one crying for a freaking yeah, poster doesn't matter. of a girl. Doesn't bikini. matter. When was the last time some random person stopped you and was like, hey, that you look... a lunatic. Yeah, he is a lunatic, but he still <laughs> recognized my awesomeness. He stopped me and was like, pretty much said, hey, you look badass. You look like a real fucking yeah, badass. Dude, dude, it was loud in there. It's a fucking cool feeling, I, ain't I, it, Shane? Yeah, dude, it was loud. I was trying to tell her, like, no, I'm not a wrestler. Like, that's, that's that wasn't me. And she, like, literally called over the other bartender and was like, hey, do, isn't he one of the wrestlers? They, they probably like, didn't realize they seen your videos before. Yeah, know? I'm like, you may have seen me before, but it wasn't in the ring. It's a shame you guys are to make me be the one to ask this question, but, I mean, you know, it's not a question, it's just comment. You know people were jerking off at that porn whatever night in the bathroom. Like, a couple guys who, you know, it's been a while, porn on the screen. Dude, it was a weird mix of people at that bar. Like, you kind of, like, when you know it's porn Aoki, you kind of expect, like, a certain demographic. Yeah, I don't want to go this. You plugged it. I don't want to go. Dude, it was... You should be a bunch of horny dudes. No, there was, like, some, like, young professional types then there was like your like you know punk type guys and then there were like two older white guys sitting at the other side of the bar it looked like they played golf all day and they were just like you know, and they were facing the porn too like they they strategically yeah. chose those seats so they could watch what was going well, on on the screen no, I, I looking at their instagram you could tell like it seemed like what night of the week you would go would be the crowd they have nights where they have like rappers there like local rappers doing their album release parties which is fucking weird and then they'll have like a then i'll see a flyer for like some metal bands and punk bands and then a wrestling event like and the place looked like a, like a nightclub from what I could see on the pictures. Like it's in a strip mall. Like it's it's just like a bar in a strip mall. It's, call, call me old fashioned. When I have porn on around me, I like to be alone and just watching it by myself and not singing a song. Well, I mean, everyone with an was, audience looking at it. everyone yeah. was sitting at the bar, and then there was like an empty floor, which looks like it could be like a mosh pit area. Like if there was actually a band playing, so you could probably just go and sit like Indian style, like right in the middle of that empty area, and you just think you're alone. Well, I mean, maybe we'll check it out again. Let's hope uh, we asked super. Superhuman, he's dodging us on Twitter like a little bitch. Uh, Superhuman, if you come to Tampa, uh, we, we want you to come. We're going to pay to see you. Uh, you know, we want to get you on as a guest, too, um, for the Juggalos and Juggalettes. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll pay you. We'll give you a couple bucks for your time, you know. He's uh, big-timing us, man. We're his fans. We're yeah, dude, how many up. people are fucking sending him fucking tweets asking him if he's going to be a live show? I understand like. that he's busy filming videos doing swanton bombs onto fucking piles of mousetraps and shit. Microwaves but I mean, and shit. Respond to your fans, dude. Boys, we are 40 minutes in. I think it's that time for That's Diesel with our host, Shane Diesel. I want to say one thing. Uh, what's Diesel is uh, SCU winning the first ever AEW Tag Team Champs. I thought that was Diesel. Uh, hell of a tournament, hell of a run, and uh, you know that was awesome. And Frankie we should Kazarian, also... Scorpio Sky, the first ever AEW Tag Team Champions. Big shout out to SCU. Yeah, we should also say, if you haven't watched AEW Full Gear yet, uh, there's going to be some spoilers. Uh, but yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the SCU winning the titles. Christopher Daniels was out, uh, took a nasty... Um, Speaking of which. Oh, shit. Daniels is back. Um, but yeah, he made his return at full gear. Uh, he took a nasty pile driver. As soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that, that was, he might be seriously hurt. And he, he was hurt, but not seriously. But his boys uh, still pulled through. And I think Scorpio is going to be the breakout star AEW. The, you know, obviously you can see who they plan in to be breakout stars. But I just don't think you can, you, that guy's charisma, his in-ring ability. He's cut some good promos, you know, when he when he goes for it. Um, I think he's he's somebody to watch out for. He's going to be a future world champion at AEW. Yeah, I agree. Scorpio Sky is awesome. I've heard a lot of people saying that same thing, that they think he could really be, like, the next big thing in AEW. Like, after, since the company's so new, like, obviously, you know who the top guys were going to be. But once they start to uh, develop some guys and change up the matchups, I think Scorpio Sky could be next in line. And they've been buddies with the Elite for a long time. So, it's you know, not surprising to see them being showcased on AEW. I think it's just a matter of 
time before Scorpio Sky, still part of SCU, but will move on from the tag team division and go after singles gold. I think he's going to, I think he could deliver some great matches with the guys at the top of the card. Radio, so, what do you think? Yeah, staying on AEW, let's talk about it. My blonde baby, Cody Rhodes, his promo that just came out. Oh, saying, God, it almost brought tears to my eyes. So good. So, about this one from last week? The, the one, one yeah, yeah, with Chris talking about yeah. Chris Jericho? Yeah. Chris Jericho, that is a very big if. It's not an encumbrance. It's not an albatross that is going to sit on your chest and weigh you down. It is going to vanish. You've taken to calling my lot entitled millennials. You've called me an entitled millennial bitch. I neglected to read in your best-selling book, A Lion's Tale, which you can get on Amazon for $3 or at any or at any flea market. I neglected to read about the upbringing you had that was so hard. You talked about my silver spoon. Gosh, it must have been so difficult being the upper-class son of a famous hockey player. It is almost like we shared the exact same silver spoon, you stupid dick. You've talked about my father. Well, you call me an entitled millennial, I call you a carny succubus because the dirty secret about you, the dirty secret is you need this generation more than it needs you. And you've surrounded yourself with impressionable youth. This isn't about my dad. This isn't about the dead, it's about the living. It's about my mother. It's about my sister. It's about my wife. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn-deniable. At full gear, I beat you. I become the world champion, and you fall back into your circle, your inner circle, and you let them know the ground should be rumbling between their feet because the elite are coming. And when the elite and the inner circle square off, it'll be a match beyond, and we are going to eat you alive. Um, so let's, you want to grade his promo? Because that one, I, I was reading articles, like, that, that was one of the best promos. In, yeah, it's an A+. Plus. It yeah. was an A+, plus, definitely. No, Not no. just blowing smoke up his ass. Like, you can't, he hit, hit on all the points. I mean, you can't do it any better than that. Kind of a nerdy guy. He has, like, that list, but, like, it works for him. It, like, yeah, plays well, his dad, Cody, or his dad, um, Dusty. Dusty, had that real bad lisp. And yeah. it was just, it made him that much more unique. I oh, mean, that's crazy. Yeah, so I didn't know lisp were hereditary, but yeah. apparently so. Um, Cody's isn't that bad but it comes through sometimes on his promos pretty bad but uh I thought it was a great promo it felt like it was from the heart and then what really like blew me away was Jericho's promo right after that it was fucking hilarious like he kisses Sammy I was dying dying laughing at that I know he's gonna beat the shit out of Cody at full gear I mean it's just very hard for me to um get up every morning and I have to realize just how great I am Chris Jericho's talent is like the Olive Garden breadsticks. Unlimited. When I wake up in Baltimore on November 9th, I mean, Cody has a lot of meetings to do, and 
I only have one thing on my plate, and that's drinking a little bit of the bubbly after the show. And trying to find the best place to go for bubbly is always a hard thing to be. It's a lot of responsibility. But it's a responsibility that I have to face. Because I'm Le Champion. It's just funny. And he's a parody of uh, the promo Cody, promo package Cody did a few weeks ago. So Where would you rank Jericho fight? all-time talkers? All-time All-time talker? He's I think I'd arguably him, number one. I'd dude. put him third. Third? All-time, which is insane. But like, you put one, The Rock? Ric Flair, number one. The Rock, number two. Chris Jericho, number three. Man, yeah. Jericho's longevity, and I can think back of so many of his epic promos, like the when the first time he had the, the list of 1,005 holds or whatever. That was hilarious, man. And you think... Jericho's reinvented himself, done it over again. Now, I love Flair. I don't want to, I'm not going to take a single thing away from Flair, but he's always been Ric Flair, the nature boy. Jericho's given us, who would have thought that in tw- going into 2020, we'd have a, a Jericho that we've never seen before at the top of his game, delivering incredible matches and incredible promos that don't have a machine back there writing them. This is Jericho going out there, saying what he wants to say, and, and he's got a new crew of dudes with them, young, young guys backing him up. He's just fucking killing it, man. You put him above the rock. Yeah, I do. I wouldn't know. Because The Rock's always had these, like, stupid, just, like, really juvenile jokes. Yeah, I mean, he does, but, I mean, it works. And not to mention, like, the last thing I remember The Rock doing was having promo notes on his arms. I mean, The Rock is arguably the greatest showman of all time. Yeah, I I give it that. I don't want to take away from The Rock, but... (laughs) I'd vote for him for president. If he ran for president... I will will vote for him (laughs) for president because I think he's going to run it sometime. I think he probably will, too. That's what I'm saying. If he does, I want The Rock to be our president. Seriously, who's going to beat The Rock in a debate? (laughs) He's going to be like, what do you think about global warming? And they would be like, well, it doesn't matter what you think about global warming. I mean, The Rock had came up with tons of, like, one-liners and stuff, but I can't think of a full-on promo that, like, lives as long as um as what Jericho has without it being revisited every fucking month every time he makes an appearance and he does one of those things he does one of the things like he had he had a machine back there reminding you he's great every week that's why I think about Jericho like Jericho's forgotten more epic promos than most guys have cut you know what I mean so that's why I rank Jericho so much higher not so much higher I mean it's even tough to say Jericho's just on top of his game right now if you would have asked me this six months ago who knows what I would have said it was said but right now Jericho's at the top of my mind because he just well, gave he's me, still active yeah he just gave us such an awesome promo I mean, Flair's a billion years old, and he came out on Raw the other week and cut a sick promo just to promote, like, the Team Hogan versus yeah, Team Flair I mean, thing. Flair does awesome. He's I still mean, got I, it. I don't want to take away from it. Stone Cold's promos were awesome, too, man. Yeah, Stone Cold's top five, for sure. Yeah, it's Sh- tough to say. I like Charlotte Flair. Yeah, Charlotte's awesome, dude. Yeah. Hell, of a, hell of an athlete out there. Hell of a performer. But uh, mm-hmm. weren't, did we ever throw out any Diesel topics? You, I don't it, even, we, we got off topic. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> no, right. I talked to his Diesel. Just talking AEW. Yeah. I want to recognize SCU. Just talking about wrestling. You got yeah. any diesel shit? Of course I have diesel. I, I'm I'm the fucking diesel right, guy, man. Go. I let's always have diesel yeah. shit. My diesel topic, let's just dive right into this shit. I think it's diesel when ugly dudes have hot girlfriends. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, dude I, dude, I was in Tarpon Springs walking around yesterday. At like, And the, you uh, probably realized, like, wow, I'm an ugly dude, but I got a good-looking woman. No, so that's why you're getting this gimmick at, over right at now? The, at the Sponge Dock area where all the shops and restaurants are and stuff yesterday in Tarpon, I'm seeing dudes walking around that look like fucking walruses in shoes, and they're they're with, like, smoke show girls. And I'm like, dude, that guy is fucking diesel. Like, I got to uh, give this guy props. I give him props most definitely. Like, totally. I don't know how he cool. pulled like, that off. Get it, but get it, bro. Get it. Yeah. I another... can't relate because I am fucking oh, really yeah. good-looking, <laughs> and I have a really hot 
chicks. I'm too. glad you said so that. I can't relate to this. That at all. was going to be part two of my little uh, sermon here. I was going to say, obviously, we don't know what that's like here on Out of Place, but we do see it out there in the real world, and it's impressive. I got to give these. Yeah, guys I give them props I mean, too. I can answer the question for you into how it happens. It's one of two things. I know exactly what they are: money or a giant hog. Exactly. <laughs> I think, dude. Like sometimes, like you're just a fucking. You're just cool. You're um, either buying them shit or you're taking them to Hogwarts. It's one or the other. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's that's some nothing I can relate to. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm hot as shit too, so I don't care. <laughs> well, uh, we got some jabronis. You guys got a jabroni talk yeah, here to throw out? Yeah, so I got a good one for jabroni. So hot girls that date ugly guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, this actually, I have a good jabroni from NXT. So we went with uh, a crew of guys. Home oh, okay. Ride. Now you've now you've mentioned it. I go ahead. So I Andrew, got too. Andrew, and I hate to do this because I love the him. enforcer. The enforcer, I, double yeah, A. I, I could have told him this to his face, but I chose to do it behind his back here. Uh, as I just Does think he listen? Yeah, I just I thought it would be more appropriate to do it behind his back here. So whoever bought you guys the first round of beers, they bought Yingling. And he was like, oh, I fucking hate Yingling. Oh, yeah, he lost points with me for that. He, he wouldn't, but that's fine. He wouldn't stop saying, like, fucking Yingling, man. Like an hour later, I'm like, cool. Yeah, I that. Okay, so just being picky and bitching about stuff. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking seafood, and he's like, oh, it's trash. And I was like, man, you're missing out. He's like, no, I got taste buds. And it's like, no, like, no, you, you, you have the taste buds of a 12 year old. Like, if you just don't eat a whole style of food and it's all trash it's like yes. okay that's fine I mean, you don't like it but don't trash talk it like I, I don't like seafood but i mean i'll eat some seafood like yesterday i had a sick shrimp i love tarpon but Dude, i was just in new orleans man i had all kinds of killer seafood raw oysters char grilled oysters gumbo soft shell shrimp uh, soft shell crab love seafood shrimp biscuits shrimp, <laughs> shrimp. i love i love seafood man it's i shrimp a lot gumbo. of it. um yeah so that's my jabroni and i hate to do it because i like andrew he's an awesome guy then for but like talking about the beer all night either do something it's a wrestling show yeah you drink what you get for yeah sure. I there's like they have like four or five beers there so you don't have to get yingling yeah he, maybe Although like i can understand being like you're a fucking jabroni if you would if he would have came back with like seven ipas i'm like what the fuck are you doing dude like i might throw this beer halfway through i don't want it to be that heavy yeah, well, i don't I mean, want to throw out my arm throwing a fucking something like he it. drinks bud light and i think bud light is garbage like i would rather drink oh, yeah, sewer bud light than bud light bud light's pretty last time i puked from drinking i, I was drinking bud light and eating fried pickles so I, I'm never touching either one of those things. Record, Shane was 12 years old when that happened. Yeah, exactly. So it's not often. Like it was partying 12. with a bunch of bitches, doing coke and stuff. Like it was awesome. Yeah, well, uh, at Wing House, at 12 years old, that's pretty diesel. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't like, uh, yeah, I, I, so when I'm at an event like that and someone hands me a beer, I'm just going to say thanks and drink it. I'm not that picky. That's like, exactly at, what usually I said at events several times. Like that, when I know I'm going to be drinking beers all night, I'm going to go for the lightest beer so that way I can just continue to drink them because I want to just drink something, just the, the habit of drinking something. Yeah. I'm not trying to get fucked up. That's what I did all through the wrestling show and then just switched to the liquor when we went out afterwards and got sexually harassed at the bar at Ale House. All right. So yeah, that was a little weird, but. Yeah. <laughs> Save that ask, one for another time. I want to ask you guys. You've both been a part of... Um, wait, wait. I had a jabroni before. Are you about to throw out a jabroni? No, I, this is just touching on the NXT. Like, oh, okay. More of that. How am I as a wrestling fan? Um, you're getting there. You're like, uh, you're you, making progress. You're making uh, strides. It, no, I mean, when live events. How am I, like, in terms of, like, do I embarrass you? No. I, okay. No, no, no. One Did you time, look around that room? There were plenty of embarrassing <laughs> people in there. You yeah, were not no. one of them. And that's what I love most about wrestling is you can be a fan any way you want. Like, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying, like, was it embarrassing? Because there are dudes. And it's just like, dude, this is not about you. I just try There's to... a whole room of people here trying to have a good time. Quit trying to get attention to yourself. You mean like guys that dance in between the bleachers and like try and get the wrestlers attention? <laughs> I was just marking out, and... dude. And I was just dancing and they saw me dancing. <laughs> I was just dancing. But no, like 
sometimes you go with people like, when that time we go Jabroni Blake? I told that son of a bitch the next day. He yeah. owes us all an apology for how he was acting. Yes. He embarrassed us that night. <laughs> like, sometimes the dude's cutting a promo. Shut up and let him cut the promo. What was he doing? Douse has embarrassed us a couple of times, hey, too. what has Douse done? Just be completely insane. Oh, and don't laugh at wrestling. Like, I don't like when people go and they're like, this is so, like, stupid. That's like, what... buy don't in. Go. Yes. I don't, don't fucking buy in or get the fuck out. When we started going and we started spreading the good word and more and more people started coming with us, I started to realize that, like, a lot of these people are not coming to watch the show. They're coming to just get drunk and be like, oh, this is stupid. And, yeah. like, it, oh, it's yeah, like, just crack like, stupid yeah. jokes. Just like, stay home if that's right, what you're If I'm be. watching wrestling on TV and then there's somebody in the room that's making fun, get out of the room. Like, I'm sitting here watching this. Yeah. Or, like, if you come over, like, let's say you and all your buddies are meeting up to watch fucking AEW or WrestleMania or something and then some other non-fans just oh okay I'll check it out and they sit there on the couch trying to crack jokes like dude get out dude yeah, if this, you spend this... your Friday night doing something and like you're like this is stupid like you were doing your Friday night yeah wrong. I was telling Krabby Friday the other night I'm like yeah hey, I might not drink for this show and like homeless Brian turns around and he's like oh you're not gonna drink at the wrestling show I'm like yeah dude I'm a fan I don't have to be drunk to have a good time oh, at yeah. the show I'm I mean, with you on I'm, that. I'm gonna be because it's awesome but like <laughs> I yeah, don't I'm have to be on that but jabroni topic carrying around your you're carrying around your little replica title and then when someone calls you out you act like a little coward you got that title belt act like a champion just the tampa sportsatorium world champ hasn't been showing up lately i'm thinking maybe he lost the title somewhere so he's embarrassed maybe he'll make a return but like these other jabronis were sitting in front of us there was like six of them and we said something about matt riddle sucking and they turned around to say something i said hey man you turn around again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna super kick all seven of your heads off, and I'm taking that title belt. Wait, I thought you don't like Matt Riddle. Though. I don't. He sucks. Okay, so but the, the kids turned around to like question my opinion. Oh, and I'm like, you're not with us, buddy. I'm not joining in this conversation. You say it again. I'm coming down there, and I'm super kicking each one of you. <laughs> Dude, what's gonna happen when you get in like a fist fight? I want to. I'm gonna knock somebody out. Do you out, expect dude. me to join in? Because I'm no, not I don't expect. I'm fights. rolling with BG and Shane Diesel. I'm jumping in. Easily. Yeah, I don't like. I, I mean, we'll get banned for life from the sportsatorium, but at least we went out in a blaze of glory. I'll keep an eye out. If any of them pulls out a weapon, I'll like try and gouge their eyes out with my nails. Yeah, that's that's Diesel. And if we do get in a fight at the sportsatorium, I am definitely hitting a wrestling move on somebody. Oh, at yeah, some point. Dude. I'm not just throwing punches. I'm I'm legit gonna suplex somebody. Well, here I'm not a, trying to get a fight out there. I was challenging to a match. Well, I thought they the wrestlers look, were going to fight you at one point. No, that doesn't... Like, that's part of the fun of wrestling. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially well, I, at small shows. It's more... The NXT shows are so small. Like, it, it's more like an indie... The style of wrestling is different, but the way it interacts with the crowd is like an indie show. So it's... You know what I mean? When you get those reactions from the wrestlers, like those Forgotten Sons jabronis, like, <laughs> that's cool. That Those guys were bad guys, and that's what, uh, you know... Okay. That's what we paid for. And the the Breezango, those were the good guys. They, they see someone cheering them on, they say, hey, we appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, do you like that big dumbass mark in the front row that was heckling Io Shirai all through the match saying you suck and stuff? After she won, she did like this crazy backflip and like landed right in front of him and got in his face after the fight and just sat down. Yeah, that guy was an idiot. Some people, those guys, they spend all the extra money to get the front row and just be idiots like jabrones. Gold circle jerk. Yeah. You want to you wanna talk about, uh, if do we have any more jabronis? I mean, we're talking so much wrestling right now, I could probably save mine for next time. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> I don't another wanna, I don't get off. All right, That's so yeah, let's talk about Seth Rollins. You well, let's to- start off by saying Seth Rollins is one of the best in the game right now. His Twitter game's pretty weak. Uh, he did recently call out Dave Meltzer and call him a jabron, uh, which was... Yeah, he gets props for that. Yeah. Can I interrupt? Yeah. So do people like Dave Meltzer no. or not? It's We don't like him here at Out of Place. Yeah, because two-thirds of the show here are blocked he by Dave Meltzer. because we disagreed with him. <laughs> On Twitter. Um, you know, I have my burner account. I've thought about going and see what he's... I don't care. He blocked me. He blocked the trash man. Does he block Out of Place? No, I haven't really used the okay. Out of Place Twitter handle. But We're, uh, we're both individually blocked, though, by Dave Meltzer. Yeah. <laughs> 
But he he you know he reports this bullshit. He gets whatever and he just takes it and reports it. And Seth Rollins called him out like this is a downright lie, dude. He's like, basically like a wrestling tabloid writer. Damn. Yeah. Really? I imagine some things he's getting good information from whoever in the business, but also he's getting bullshit and he doesn't have any idea what's legit and what's not, and he's reporting it. And sometimes he gets called out by the person he reported it from. More of it's ha- I've seen it happen a lot, but Seth Rollins has recently been one to open his mouth on Twitter when people uh and say what he wants, which I, I like respect that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So he called Dave Meltzer a downright liar and said, "You need to fucking voice. You need to man up and 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 revoke this." And he did. So is that part of the show, or is it like no? Okay. No. When Dave Meltzer is not affiliated with any company, so what he's saying is whatever he gets from whoever, he's reporting it as fact. You know, as as his news. But yeah, so a lot of talk, and it's come from the fans. I don't see. You know, they get asked these questions. You know, the wrestlers do by fans and reporters, and they answer it. You know, I mean, I, which I think is, is straight up. Back in the day, we we were all always saying oh man you know what's the dream matches from wcw and wwf and you know yeah. we would talk about it, the magazines would talk about it but twitter didn't exist so there was yeah. no way you know for the wrestlers to actually ever acknowledge it i was gonna directly. say social media existing today is definitely a big reason for these debates because yeah. that shit wasn't going on we were just you know hanging out with our friends like oh how sick would it be if like stone cold fought goldberg or fucking sting fought the rock or whatever yeah, so I think, so this is what, what uh, there's been all this talk about AEW, WWE, and the guys at the top, Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins. Now, Rollins is awesome. He's at the top of WWE, and WWE is arguably the top of the wrestling world. I don't think you can really argue that when it comes to money and the eyes on the product. You can't argue that. Are they the best? Nah, well, you know, that, that all depends on what you're trying to see. You want to see some violent wrestling? No, they're not the best. You want to see crisp, well-polished, five-minute matches? Yeah, watch WWE. They got, they got a little something for everybody on both cards but what i'm getting at here is that you take seth rollins recent body of work versus kenny omegas you can't compare them and i think that's because wwe has one style of match and it's you know it's for the most part pg not very violent and it's you know it's just playing to the wwe crowd and tv whereas omega's just been doing all these different things i mean last night he had a fucking death match it was insane it was insane now shane you're more uh you you watch more of both more of wwe than myself What are your thoughts on this? Okay, so I know I'm the resident WWE guy here on the show, and I have been on record in the past saying that I would have Seth Rollins as my number one wrestler in the world, with Kenny Omega being number two. Now, I consider them one and one A. This is certainly not anti-Kenny Omega. I am a mark for Kenny Omega. (laughs) The match that he had last night with Moxley was fucking insane. I can't, insane. This was, like like Trashman said, this was more of a death match than a hardcore match. Like, I've never seen on, like, a mainstream company like WWE or AEW a quote-unquote hardcore match Anything that like went that. as far as that match did. And I've never thought that I could say this, but it, as a hardcore match, that has a chance to be the match of the year. Oh, yeah. I've, I'm calling a match of the year. In the wrestling industry, that could be the match of the year as a hardcore match, which I've never seen before. Yeah. Like, maybe... The the only other match I could think of when I was watching that match last night was Mankind and Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely reminded me of the old Mankind shit just because it's not too often you see such a violent match on with such a high profile. You can watch... Yeah. CZW and GCW watch Schlack destroy dudes, but they're wrestling at a bar, a couple hundred people. It's very different, very different presentation. You expect that violence there. So getting back to the Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega thing. So basically, I, I've seen what Seth Rollins can do 
However, like Trashman said, all WWE matches pretty much look the same. So he, he doesn't really get a chance to go all out in every match, which is disappointing because I know what he's capable of. Kenny Omega has the freedom to do that in AEW. So I really don't have much to base this on except the fact that I think Seth Rollins is better when he gets the chance to show it. Yeah. But here we are. So I think back to the cool like Ring of Honor, Tyler Black stuff where he was just doing crazy stuff. And Rollins is, is awesome in the shield. And he was first comes out. And he's just going nuts and just doing like suicide, three, four suicide dives in a row is awesome and it's hard for me to make this argument because i don't even like seth rollins like i think he's awesome but like as a character and on the mic and on twitter like i'm not a fan of seth rollins at all like i just think he's awesome in the ring that's the only thing now i think here that's where aew gives it more is like their promos aren't so scripted it's just dudes going out there they thought about what they wanted to say themselves they say there's not a team of writers telling them what to say yeah. they filter through that or some old man, some boomer that's got to be, uh, you got to filter everything through. And he's like, this is good shit. Like, no. even Even aside from that, I just don't think he's good on the mic. Like, even if he, like, was able to say whatever he wanted, I just don't think he's good on the mic. Like, if you, there's guys yeah. in WWE, everyone is heavily scripted in WWE, but there's still guys that are awesome on the mic. Like, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe. What like, those got? guys are killers on the mic. What do you how got, much, Radio? How much does that factor in? So, if, like, WWE or AEW wants to crown their champion... And they have, like, the greatest wrestler there is, but he sucks on the mic. Like, will that deter that person no. from being a champion? Yeah, no, it will. Look at to Cesaro. A certain, to a certain extent. Cesaro. Well, I don't think he sucks on the mic. He's not, he's no, you know, Rock or well, Cody Rhodes. Well, I think or, what he's saying is that have there been wrestlers who were terrible on the mic that were big stars and got Brock to be champion? Lesnar. There's been tons. Yeah, oh yeah. Barack Bret, Lesnar. Bret Hart sucked on the microphone, but he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Like, he was champion multiple times. It definitely, it doesn't help, you know, if you suck on the mic. It's not going to help you get you know to yeah. the top. You, you got to be awesome at one or the other at least. And if yeah. you're awesome at both, that's when you become a mega star. Yeah. Example: Chris Jericho. Exactly. I think Chris Jericho's <laughs> in any world, any argument, any way you look at it, Chris Jericho is going to be in the, in in a discussion for the best yep. of all time, best in the ring, best on the mic. You can argue it either way. I Jericho's whatever. in my top ten of all time wrestlers. Chris Jericho is going to sit back and drink a little bit of the bubbly. You know, he he retained the title. He went home with the title. I think he's going to have a hell. Of a run with that belt. I want. I think someone like Pac or Paige or maybe even Scorpio Sky is going to be the guy to dethrone him. Um, I if, would if say Scorpio Sky is the guy to, de to dethrone him. It's not going to happen for a while. Which yeah, means Jericho's going to be champion I think for Jericho, a long time. He's going to have a good run. He's got a hell of a team behind him. He's a hell of a competitor. You know, he's not going to go out there and just fucking get his ass kicked anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, out of place is part of the inner circle. So yeah. I mean, Jericho's got the backup that he needs to keep that title for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, Jericho's not going anywhere. He's going to be at the top. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that I could see dethroning him. If Omega, he got his ass kicked last... Well, I wouldn't say he got his ass kicked. He didn't come out victorious last night in that brutal match. But it was unsanctioned. Doesn't count towards the record. So he's still got a... I think he's got a winning record or a tied record. He's going to be there. He's going to he's gonna be challenging for that belt I'm interested by the to end see, of 2020. I'm interested to see who the next challenger is for, for Jericho's title. Because I think Cody is going to face MJF. Well, who do you think the real... I mean, they'll probably have some somebody like, you know, dark... Darby Allen again get a shot, but who do you think really is gonna be the next the next one at the next big event that's gonna seriously make us think they might they might lose? I think, he might lose. I think it's gonna be Moxley. I think the next challenger to Jericho is gonna be Moxley, the lone wolf. I I think it could be Mox. Mox is he hasn't lost a match yet, has he? Mm. Oh, he, he had, had the draw. Matches. He had a draw against uh, Pac, and I think that, they lost the tag. Match. How they how was the draw against Pac? I don't remember it. 
time limit draw. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, time limit draw. So, I mean, Pac, other than he lost last night, but, dude, he's been a fucking machine, man. Just a monster. So I could see him being in that title picture soon. Yeah, final thoughts, boys? Uh, I Big think- shout-out to the pain maker, Chris Jericho, still the AEW champion. Yeah. Yeah, I think today, if we're keeping it real, this episode was on the fucking gas. I feel on good about On the fucking gas, one. yeah. Hey, superhuman, come to fucking Tampa, all right, son? You've been dodging yeah. this too long. And bring good friend Paul, because yeah, his ass is Yeah, bring your good mine. friend Paul. You're going to need that shit when Shane Diesel's fucking standing behind me, and I slap you upside the head. I got, a, I got a pump from this episode, man. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go watch the Jets fucking humiliate themselves again this Ugh, week. Place. All right, like I said, I'm pumped up. I'm, I think we got a great episode in today, boys. I'm ready for the next one, uh, season two. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, so I forgot to bring this up during Jabroni, and it's not really only Jabroni. It's just kind of a Jabroni move. Uh, Douse, stupid idiot, calls me. He says, hey, man, I'm listening to uh, season two, Out of Place, on the gas, episode one. Why are you guys talking so fast? And I'm like, what do you mean, idiot? Like, are you listening to it in oh, fast forward? Oh, my God. <laughs> to Jabroni? And he looks at his phone, and he just starts laughing his ass off, and he is. Yeah. Or slow speed. Hijack Shane. I had to get that in. Out. I forgot. It doesn't matter. That's, I didn't really have anything important to say anyway. So yeah, that's, I could that's tell. That's totally Shane, fine. Yeah, I was, I was He was giving there. that Dan Matha googly eyes. So yeah. I was really just What's that an explosion out. in? The man, Adam Gase. <laughs> Fire. Fire. All right, boys. <laughs> Tight was whack all trances, time and space, and we're finally 